Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, DGens and DGenettes, to another episode of the Alfalfa Podcast. We are four radically moderate entrepreneurs and investors swimming in the messy gray ocean, serving up alpha in money, politics, and life. We are Nick Urbani, Eric Johansson, Stephen Cesaro, and I am Arman Asadi. All links at alfalfapod.com. Make sure to hit subscribe wherever you are listening or watching on YouTube and follow us on the socials. And most importantly, hop in our Discord to join the community for the after party and more alfalfa. Can you have sex with this robot? Is there Are there any sex robots? I mean, we're starting. We're That's what like I want to know. Self-directed. Steven, put your headphones on. So like self-directed sex robots could be like a flashlight. I but hear that's, the same thing. But that's self-directed. Is there like a robot that will fuck you? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Does the Tesla one do that? Does any robot do that? I think they all should. Can you design a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you can design a fleshlight, you just well, hook that up to the robot, right? Just put the fleshlight right in there. I mean, let's be real. Like, Plug it in. Like a lot of the people behind this stuff. Well, like, technically they design a vagina when they do a transition from man to woman. That's like sure. a fully designed yeah. vagina. Wait a second. Isn't this already kind of a thing in Japan? I feel like it would be. If it's, if it exists I'm almost anywhere, possible. Japanese, I'm almost positive. Like the Japanese are the forefront is, of robotics and yes. sex. Yeah. And I, I'm not talking VR, but I'm pretty sure like sex robot of some kind exists or is coming. Is there like a, a place where you go to like some like a, a whorehouse, but like it's just like a fake vagina? Steven has his laptop open. Steven, can you Google that for us? <laughs> just, you, just search. The search just term is search Japan fake. sex robots. I, I do thought, not want to search that. Just please go incognito. I thought you were, your take was going to be like, well, Steven has immense knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Why do you think he picked this topic? <laughs> right. So Steven, welcome to the show. Are we are we live? Yes, yes. Oh. Come to the microphone now. I didn't know that. I yeah, was, I was about to tell the Discord. You were asking me to Google sex robots. You can't be Discording and podcasting. I don't know. It's, it's too kind of, hard. It's like kind of part of our charm, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He's got an ETH chart right behind that screen. Who are you talking to? Uh, you got hook them. Everybody. Oh, it's, it's it's obviously rectum, hook them, and uh, paradox. Paradox. Uh, the goats. The goats. goats just showing up. Yeah, Shout out to the goats. Up calcium dropped a little pun as well. Very nice. So seriously, um, does the Tesla robot have sex, sex capability in its sort of roadmap? No. No? No. What's I didn't, what's I didn't the look that then? up. I just know that it's not in there. Was it there? To just, what's it doing? He had previously looked it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God, I have a really good Rick and Morty joke, but it just occurred to me that none of you guys watch Rick and Morty. Mm-mm. I've watched a few episodes. I, I would I wouldn't get the context. So you've kind of get like Rick. There's an episode of Rick and Morty where they're sitting at the dinner table and they're like just having a conversation and there's like this little robot that Rick made and it's like buttering the the toast oh, and like sending it to him. And the robot at one point asked Rick, like, what is my purpose? And Rick goes, You passed butter. <laughs> and the robot goes, 
Oh my god! But that's that's basically the Tesla robots. They think they, they're designed. I think as of now to just like pick up a box and just yeah yeah walk move across it. the stage. You walk across the stage. So I think most people that listen to this podcast know I was fucking around to start the show. Um, so let's get, I, I let's get into I, it. Were for you? Because I've got some yeah, Google I'm not, search I'm results not here. Serious. Oh, oh okay. Let's go. Let's no, go. I'm, I'm bluffing. I didn't Google oh, anything. Okay. So there's okay. somebody in our Discord. I, I think because the name caught my eye. Uh, you guys ever watched South Park? The Awesome O. 2000 <laughs> yeah. the awesome 2000 in south park is a is a robot okay. that's sent <laughs> sentient in quotes cartman in a fucking car bar box awesome. no <laughs> but, but, but the guy goes awesome are you programmed for for sex <laughs> and he goes no <laughs> oh god oh god so i mean any, anybody who's ever thought about robotics, the first thing they're going to is like, Absolutely. can you fuck this thing? Yeah. No, that's the I, first thing I can't believe about. how off topic <laughs> this discussion went to me. Any robot topic is going to be like, fuck this thing. I'm going to send this episode to Elon as like a, you know, hey man, like um, Steven, big fans. Steven, if you don't lead in with your lead in. and I had this Discord, like elaborate like title and pitch <laughs> and I like, I wasn't paying attention. And then just, you guys are <laughs> yeah. talking about. Got away from you. Threw it out the window. Um, yeah. Well, let's so, go into uh, it. Yeah. What's your lead in? Okay. <laughs> See, you cry all the time on this show. Oh my God. What a For weird. those that are not watching on YouTube, uh, Steven is crying right now. Yeah. All right. So as you guys know, Tesla unveiled the Optimus robot. Was that what it was mm-hmm. called? Optimus. Yeah. Optimus. Optimus. And this sort of, you know, Apple-esque event, right? Where Elon's on the stage, you know, similar to when he revealed like that weird car that looked like it was like a polygon from the video game. And then he threw the ball and broke the impenetrable window. You know, it's pretty good. So this was kind of right up there with that. Anyway, he brought out this robot. It was like, this is the first time it's ever walking without, being hooked up to something, which, by the way, is complete horseshit. There's no way that's true. Right? Um, they wouldn't wait. They wouldn't <laughs> wait for the deploy that series on, to, on the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 If you believe that, I've got a lot of Tesla shares to sell you. Um, and yeah, so it did things, and it, you know, showed a little overview of the robot. It was watering stuff. It had a little like uh, autopilot thing running. It's picking up watering can with its hand, moving some boxes around. Uh, it waved hello a little bit in a very you know stiff manner. Um, anyway, I saw this and I had a lot of mixed reactions. Like Armand sent it in the group chat, like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then I, I initially watched it and was like, what? And then I, 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 in a very, you know, passive aggressive manner, sent him the video of the Boston Dynamics robots doing the like coordinated, like, do you love me dance, which is like really sick, actually. They're doing like backflips and stuff. And then this robot yeah, just like looks nuts. like he's going to keel over and die. Um, <laughs> so I was originally like, oh, my God, it's 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 another Elon scam. It's like it's going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a big. I'm like, oh, my God, this is Solar City. Yeah, you were triggered. Okay. I, I, I wasn't super triggered, but I was like, this is classic. And then there's a big butt here. I thought about it a little bit and I, I won't like super monologue it. I've had some changes of heart, but I was initially like, what? They're completely different robots. It's, it's, go ahead, spiel yeah, me. Take it on. Take, spiel me. Take, spiel the, me, daddy. take the football. We're They're just completely the different football. robots. The, the, what is that one again called? Boston. Uh, Boston Dynamics. The Boston Dynamics one is designed to do that. It's designed to be like a fucking human panther. Just 
but I'm pretty sure the battery life on it is like an hour, you know, like it's just not designed to do work. And the Tesla one is designed to do work. There's a totally different purpose that they're built for. I also think that they've had a huge head start on hardware, right? So Tesla is very new to this game. Tesla bot is like brand new. They only have a few years that they've been working on this. However long it's been, I don't know. But I know that this one has been around since like for a long time, like a couple decades probably. And the amount of time that they've put into the hardware, which is what they optimized for, is they've got a 20 year, you know, 15 year head start on them. Tesla realizes that they're a software company. They went heavy software. And what they've done is they've, they're, they're an AI company. They've mapped the real world, right? And so what this bot will do extremely well is function in society. And so what I think is really interesting about this is not the consumer side, because the big thing they were pitching was like, it's not going to be that expensive. It's going to be less than the price of a car, probably like 20K, you know, which is pretty damn cheap for a freaking robot. Twenty thousand dollars. I'll be honest. Less. I'll get a new. I'll get a fucking robot in my backyard before I get a, a new car. Because the idea of having a, a, a helper, a freaking helper around the house, water my those plants. Bricks. Even if it's like, even if it doesn't even do shit, it's yeah. just like I got a fucking robot. Come over. It brings you a drink, though. We come over. We do an episode. Yeah. Bartends for us. And like you know, the thought of a car just being an upgraded version of something that gets me from A to B already. Like I already right. got a car. Yeah. Like I'm gonna get a, a a car with like newer leather. Like no, I got a robot. Oh, dude! And this thing will walk around the house for eight hours doing work. That's would, what it's designed I, I to be do. Constantly worried that that robot was gonna murder me. Yeah, that's uh, a different topic. Yeah, <laughs> no, got, no, we're gonna get to that. I got that going on. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. <laughs> totally different ro- uh, totally different robots. Apples and oranges. Completely different purpose. What will be really interesting is if Tesla can. So first of all, I was I was going to finish the point about the consumer thing. I don't think that's nearly as interesting as work automation, factories, uh, relieving people of heavy labor, and making things more perfect, more efficient, more accurate with the use of robots. We always have known that's coming. That's what's coming. That's what we witnessed. It's the first time we've really witnessed that coming from Tesla. That's exciting. It also has its draw. You know, it's got its cons to it. Um, it's got its concerns. People are obviously concerned about work, employment, labor, all of that stuff. But what we see is that we're not going to need the truck drivers. We're not going to need the people in the factories in the future. And that is a problem that we can solve through more innovation innovation, and moving people into more creative work. I think the bots are here to stay. This is not going to go away. It's only good. This technology is only going to keep advancing. What's going to be really interesting is if these two companies or these two technologies can somehow merge, like how sick would it be to have an, you know, eight hour, 10 hour battery uh, with, you know, the the level of intelligence that the Tesla bot has combined with like the, um, you know, ninja-like movement of the Boston Dynamics one. So maybe there's a partnership there in the future. I have no idea. One will end up swallowing the other somehow. Yeah, I think like, I'm going to try to like, steel man it a little more like so tesla this is their first iteration of a bot this bot was largely unimpressive like you, you described um compared to um other bots and and also compared to like our interpretation of what a bot is capable of in the long term this thing was unimpressive um but you know i think the way that i'll steel man is like tesla has already proven that they can manufacture consumer products um better than most you know, but I, I almost want to say better than anyone, but like better than most. 
Boston Dynamics. I would say better than anyone. Yeah, maybe better than anyone. And then Boston Dynamics might have a better bot, but they they don't have the manufacturing capabilities that Tesla has. They don't. They can't scale. They can't. And they 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 don't understand the consumer in the way that like their bot is not helping anyone right now. Neither is Tesla's. But I trust Tesla, the business, to like solve that problem faster than Boston Dynamic or anybody else. Basically, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what do you guys think is the bigger use case, though, to consumers or to businesses? Well, uh, at first use cases, you're going to be businesses, I think, like businesses yeah. where it's like a very rote, repeatable task over and over again. That seems seems kind of obvious to me that you might replace some factory labor. So let me just like jump on that point, because I I, I agree wholeheartedly. I actually think this like humanoid version of a robot is not even there like immediate goal. Like Elon has said himself, he's like, our biggest feat was our manufacturing plant. Like, I think there are robots inside the Gigafactory that are designed specifically to like put a door of a car in this place where we can, you know, like hinge a door to a chassis. And that is a robot already. And that's like, that's phenomenal. Like that use of a robot in like this business use case already exists. It is proficient and it's amazing. You know, I think he unveiled this like, you know, like humanoid type version of it. And we're just going like, it's to create ro- the buzz. It's yeah, to create the marketing. Writing it's, it off. But. Yeah. Yeah. And they already showed, I mean, um, in that talk alone, they were like, well, what you're seeing is like this V2 thing. V3 is already more human looking. It looks like this, so on and so forth. Uh, it's going to move more. The fact that it has like opposable thumbs, it can work with objects. It can understand the environment that it's in and it can perform these tasks is really, really impressive, even though it didn't look and feel impressive. But I agree. I mean, think about it. You're, you're running some sort of manufacturing plant. You're paying somebody $70,000 a year plus benefits and all these other aspects and workers comp, and they might sue you if something falls on their foot. (laughs) A bot like just doesn't have those issues and you pay one time. Might pay some maintenance costs, like a car, ongoing. Well, but if, if something pay, falls on a bot's foot, you got to replace maintenance the Maintenance costs. I mean, that's still expensive. Sure, but you're already paying one third of the cost, if not less. If you're buying them in bulk, they'll probably be even cheaper. Like, I mean, if you're a, a business, I, I think... Certainly the way forward. We're just yeah. not there today. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't want to be this like robot, you know, kind of techno king about it, though. <laughs> Well, I think um, I think the problem I, with it is is the same thing that like David Hoffman faces with with Bankless Podcast. He's like he's talking about Ethereum, the vision, versus like the the naysayers are talking about Ethereum today, and they're like, well, we can only settle this many transactions or whatever. And and David's like, well, we have sharding, we have like all these roadmaps to go forward, and it's like, well, are you talking about this exact moment, this snapshot of this humanoid bot that fucking sucks, or are we talking about like the future? And, you know, if you look forward at all, like, well, this okay. is pretty clear. Here's future. what I can't wrap my head around, though. Like, I just realized when you said Osimo, I, I totally didn't make this connection before, but like Honda designed a robot in the 90s, right? Called Asimo. <laughs> okay. And I didn't. Like, I, was, it, was it a direct uh, making fun of that on the show? I, I just realized that that's where the show thing came okay. from. Okay. But the, the Asimo robot, um, I mean, it was very late nineties, maybe it was even early two thousands, but it, it, it could like unscrew like a cap. And I, I think I saw videos of it, like kicking a soccer ball with Obama. 
So I guess it wasn't that. Obama in the 90s? I guess that was an early, I guess that was a later iteration of it. Because the early one didn't, was kind of like not that impressive. But then the later one was like kicking soccer balls. So it's kind of interesting that there already was a car company that built a robot like two decades ago. I, I like wonder to what degree, like if this was a brand new startup that you had never heard of and they came to market and they had like a reveal for their product and it was this bot. I would give it no. You would be hope. like, this is stupid. Yeah. Cause if I didn't Dumbest know that ever. they could actually manufacture it at scale and I didn't know the team behind it. And I, and I mean, the, so the is, software that, but is that, is that what we're doing? We're just sort of almost grading it on a curve because we're like, well, it's Elon and it's Tesla. Yes. And every single here. product that Tesla has created yeah. is phenomenal. Well, I mean, Highest rated cars of all time. Not every single one, but name they've, one. They've done a good job on the car for sure. They've done a phenomenal job. Blow up. Okay, I want to go back to something you said. You said you've gone very back and forth on this. Yes. We'll talk us through that. So first, you were like, so when I what watched the shit? video initially, I was like, this robot is very stupid. It is worse than a robot I saw from Boston Dynamics in like 2011. I'm pretty sure. So I was like wondering, you know, it, it felt like a very sort of like emperor has no clothes thing to me where they're like, here's our awesome robot that is just walking on its own. And people are like, yes, it's so it amazing. It was pretty quiet in there. <laughs> and it was like, it was just very awkwardly waving. Like, and, and I feel like I, my mind got warped too, because I, I saw a tweet from, from Darius Dale earlier in the day, like, holy shit, that, dancing tesla robot so i was watching the video being like oh my god this is like an elaborate troll where the bot is programmed to not walk at all and then towards the end of this video it's just gonna start like break dancing and it's gonna be like the sickest thing i've ever seen but then because those were my expectations they were completely subverted and it just became it would just continue to be this like meek little thing like barely like picking up a watering can and i was like well didn't a couple of years ago like uh, Elon tried to like unveil a robot. There was actually a human being inside of like a robot that suit. Was it was like a this. year ago, basically. Yeah, it was a year they ago. They were showing this. Yeah, yeah. They were, but it was a joke. They were like alluding to it. And no, it I remember. I remember like Rick posted it in one of our yeah. <laughs> crypto chats, and he's like, "What the? Fuck? Yeah, I think <laughs> it, I got this it was, it was literally just a human like in a robot suit, like breakdancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, this robot is useless. For now, it's for it's useless today. Yeah. Well, what I've learned is what you said um, that like the mechanics of the robot are actually sort of the let. There's a couple things, right? Like it, from what I understand, it's that the sort of brain of the robot, the ability to sort of navigate through space and do stuff, is actually like the real secret sauce. Yes, um, they actually that's have, where their preeminence lies. Yeah, and they've actually designed like the like the actuators, right? Like they, I've watched a video where it's like picking up like a 500 kilogram piano, like that part is like well engineered. And I guess the idea is that the rest of it is actually not as complicated to engineer. But then I also, you know, I was reading some takes on it and people were saying, well, well, like, like you alluded to, like this, this robot is designed to dance for like 20 minutes. This one is designed to like have a longer battery life. It's designed to be cheaper, right? It's sort of very, it's built in a very like minimalistic sense from the ground up. Like it's built to actually be like mass produced and used in the wild as like a sort of first principle thing, as opposed to like 
spare no cost, make sure this thing does backflips and can like, you know, so play if cricket. you ask me, I look at it the other way. The Boston Dynamics one is the useless one. It's for sure. True. This one is for work. This True. one is for purpose, for utility. You maybe to to, just because maybe that's in the, the goal future at some point. Sh- they're, yeah, yeah. They're already showing yeah. the utility it has today, for now which is very walk. minimal. Okay. It's minimal. You're both right. But that utility is going to increase. They're both. <laughs> Eric's, Eric's preventing a. No, no, uh, hold on. Like, <laughs> it, it's so true because, like, today they're both useless. Yes. But the roadmap for Teslas has potential use where Boston Dynamics, like they don't even have manufacturing in-house. Like they can't even the Tesla scale one this thing. is specifically aiming for utility. Right. That's the purpose. But, but of counterpoint, it. if it was the apocalypse and we suddenly needed the robots to go kill people, I am definitely recruiting the Boston Dynamics. Oh, robots. agreed. But you only, <laughs> you only got 20 minutes. You only got 20 minutes. That's fine. I'll just... <laughs> Print a lot of money and buy a lot of them. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe make it run on solar or, I mean, (laughs) geothermal. I don't know. Get something. Okay. So you you think stage one for this thing is we put some of these in factories and replace some sort of manual labor. Where do you see it going from there? I do wish um, that they'd had a better example of what it can do than like the watering can. Because like what you show people is what they will envision and imagine. And so I was like. Well, like even it's kind a, of a drag. Even have a rendering, <laughs> like do a rendering instead of like a an actual. Yeah, that's what they like, did with the spaceships. They were like, "Here's a spaceship that the laws of physics dictate that we can't even build, but we're going to show it to you anyways." This is a rendering right. of how we can go to Mars. Yeah, there's like a space tourism company. I forgot <laughs> what they're called. Private, smaller company, but they were showing the future of space tourism, and it was the fucking coolest video ever. And they showed you the real world, like prototypes and the version of this stuff as well. But then they. When it came to your imagination, they gave you something to work off yeah. of. They didn't do that. They kind of failed at that with this one. Uh, they showed you that it can water your plants. Which is weird lame. because like uh, the Elon naysayers would desk. would lean on his ability to like uh, twink, overdo that. twinkle your imagination. And you he know? didn't. And they he didn't. didn't do any of that. So which I, which I re- might be respected. A little change in the tune there. Um, they didn't overhype it up, you know? I would have so, preferred a, a little twinkling. Well, see? It's but funny. It's I'm like, an optimist. I know, but it's <laughs> funny because it's like we give him shit for a little too much and overpromising, underdelivering, and then now maybe he is kind of. They are kind of like underpromising. They're you know slow playing it. Yeah, I think they are. Um, but it's interesting, and I think that the bigger conversation is: Are these things going to kill us? Uh, no, that's not the bigger conversation. <laughs> that's the bigger conversation. That's the, that's I think the, the bigger conversation. That's the tinfoil no, tin conversation. No, tin conversation. Like no, conversation. iRobot. <laughs> this thing is going to kill us. There's the going to be an army of these things with unlimited battery life. They control the batteries. They control the power. They're going to direct the Ultron. The, the bigger conversation is what happens to labor. Yeah. What happens to labor when like automation exists and displaces uh, people's jobs? Yeah, first it's just, they're basically, they can just be glorified iRobots, right? I think we are only like, they're going to kill us because they sort of are humanoid and, and, and whatnot. I, I mean, I know you don't actually think they're going to kill us, but maybe you do at some point. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, long term, who the hell knows? They become <laughs> sentient. They're all like a, a Lambda times 10. Well, the documentary, The Matrix, told you know? us that they will. Yes, exactly. I, I feel like they could like cook. Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. I mean, look, is that overkill? Like no, 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 no. That's no, part of it. Because that's part they, of the that already exists. I, I've seen like Japanese restaurants where they're like, 
there's like a yeah, robotic it's just a full arm. machine. And yeah, everything. yeah, it's a robotic arm that like flips the omelet over or something. So like that already. Exists. I've often talked about like my you have to have the whole kitchen engineered for that. Oh though. yeah, it's like a just download a new. I want one that can like walk into my closet and be like, I need paprika, paprika. And then like, you know, <laughs> closet, you have paprika in your closet. Of course I do. What? You yeah. mean your pantry? pantry? Yeah. But it's a walk-in pantry. It's a pantry. Oh, whatever. Closets where you put your clothes. Don't, don't be pedantic. Okay. <laughs> <Guilt So>, <laughs> no, that was the other guy. <laughs> the pedantic fellow. Yeah. No. So look, I've often said like, how sick would it be to just have like, I want like a staff of help, right? This is that. Yeah. Like, imagine you've got your gardener. Your, your labor, like, you know, fixes the light, changes the light bulbs, fixes the table. You know, maybe it gets to that degree. You got a cleaner. You got, um, what else you need? A cook, a chef. Like, that's sick. That's actually sick. If you can, if we play I mean, it robot, out long robot term. Robot chef is awesome. If we play it out long term, the cost savings that we're talking about is remarkable. So remarkable. I, I don't want to get us off kilter here, but I just want to, uh, propose a different alternative and, and it's going to be a different episode entirely. But like if, if we live in our uh, physical reality more then this is the way you have robots taking care of everything. But I, I actually think there's a different way forward, which is like you live more in a, in a metaverse, in a digital realm where like a dolly two or uh, you know, like those um, you know, like AI creations end up becoming more of the robot that you lean on for your reality, which where, where your reality becomes something more akin to like Star Trek's uh, holodeck where it's like, uh, make me an omelet uh, and it's digital. And then you like experience the omelet. You get your sustenance like intravenously, but you don't even uh, process <laughs> that. Like you're, you're living... Oh. You're right. That was a totally different guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like where it's going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just want to say the world as, will collapse inwardly. Technology will advance well, we've more and inward. So, so when I want to drink wine, you can. I drink a metaverse simulation of a glass of Opus One. I stimulate my taste, taste buds to think it's Opus One, but in, and then the thing just injects alcohol into my veins, and I get well, drunk. yeah. How is it any different than how we experience it now? For instance, like <laughs> we don't this. even know. We don't even know if it's any different. And some like, smell thing just in just shoots like French oak into my oh, nose. Absolutely. While I do it. Is the wine even there? We don't even know now. Exactly. But I, I think, you, like, <laughs> let me let me bring it back. Like, the, if the we were to there. if we were to experience life in this reality that we know, then of course it would be beneficial to have uh, robotic assistance. I think both happen simultaneously. I think advancements will occur externally in the real world, air quotes, and internally in the in the simulation world of the metaverse, the internet whatever we want to call that inward reality where AI is already building, right? So both of those things happen simultaneously. I almost like when I envision this, I imagine like an infinity loop. I wonder if it's like you know? uh, the, the socioeconomic divide is, is more delineated in this future where it's like those who don't have go into the digital, but those who have can like experience it here with robots, I think that both will will be accessible. Yeah, what right? if robots become so cheap and cheap. ubiquitous that like poor people have like robot maids, like and robot That's gardeners? The they have like of, the stuff that like this uh, the beauty of technology. Okay, and the deflationary so aspects. Of this it. is beautiful. Like 
imagine that is our future and that's our reality. Like what's Tesla's market cap? Like we uh, have a gigajillion dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, it, obviously. like you can't even price this thing today. Like, and, and this is just a Tesla support. just acquires earth. Yeah. To support all the moon boys right now. Like this is the, the dream. Like there is a guy that's designing something completely different than everybody else. Is Tesla one of the stock picks of the decade? I would consider. I would been. consider buying Tesla if it like completely melts down from here. I would. I would consider it. I, I maintain <laughs> yeah, that you definitely have. You're. you're I, long, I haven't bought it for the last couple of years. I passed on SpaceX. Delusional. That's Private. Probably fine. Yeah, but, I think so too. I think I'm. I'm worst case. I missed like a three X. Yeah, and like it, 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 it would have been in like a ten year span because that company has no roadmap of going. It's public. a pure like philanthropic yeah. thing to yeah. me. Like we're gonna go to Mars and you'll get a three X. Right. Yeah. And and by the time it goes public, I can always we can always buy the stock at that time. True. I think but Tesla Yeah, man. I mean, you could see an easy ten X. Well like nobody like everyone was pricing in like this energy play with like TSLA shares. Everyone's pricing in like this energy play, this battery play. Like no one was pricing in this consumer discretionary product that changes the way we live uh, outside of the car. That's right. And and Elon has himself said many times, this is like seven companies and people don't take him seriously when he says that. Like, he's laughing. Wait, it, do, it, this do is you, a new company. You even yourself said, imagine guys, you woke up in a startup came and did this little, did this okay, little but here's, show. Here's There's my, a new bot company. Here's my problem launched. with this. Like at what point is Tesla just like a slightly better Cardano? What? There's this meme in crypto, right? Where like the worst Cardano. thing you can ever do is like well, release anything. You just perpetually keep like just throwing out like we're going to develop this, or we're going to develop this, Tesla, we're going to do this, but you never like actually Tesla release Tesla has more like, utility as a business than Ethereum does today. Like by far. The car I would argue alone. that Tesla doesn't even exist today if not by immense government subsidies. Different, that, different, different thing. You're, you're talking like about two a different things, right? Pre-mine guy. That like, was not fair. What about the pre-mine? What about the sale? This is nothing like the pre-mine. Oh, no, no, no. Exactly that was, right. that was not so a fair point. Nothing you, to do with the pre-mine. Because you just, I'm surprised looking, I didn't but, freak out. You just compared Tesla to Cardano. No, I Cardano said it's has not done. like Cardano, but I'm like, what if it's slightly different? Because that's what we're doing with this robot. It we're has like, immense utility to do. This robot, if it were ever released... Could it totally, has amazing utility. No, no, no. You're looking at that. Net, it could totally change. You're the looking at the, the robot in a silo. You said the company Tesla. Tesla has many products, many cars, right? These all cars of, are all, all of which on the would road. not exist if not but Stop the immense government subsidies. Yeah, that's, not, that's not fair. That's not fair. It is fair. Just look at the utility today, starting today. I would argue that the utility of Teslas today are marginal and that the, the harm they cause to the planet is very significant. And it, like, they maybe give like slight environmental gains today and they're probably okay because we can look forward to the distant future and say, ooh, when we get here and this product gets way better and maybe we're not like destroying Africa for lithium, maybe this is a good product. But I, I do think that today it is a little, a little bit like, overhype for what it actually does in the present moment. And I don't think we even have Tesla today 
if not you for like infinite government. So subsidies. stop looking backwards. You you don't think a Tesla car is better than like a like a standard energy forty thousand dollar car? Like, energy aside, there are better cars. I don't think they're keep, clearly better. They're cars. better cars. I think it's in, I think it's indisputable that like just buying a new car, uh, buying a used car, is better for the environment than buying a new Tesla. You're jumping around like a frog right now. Yeah, you're, you're scrambling. like in a real. You're, I'm trying to grab you, and I just <laughs> I'm not jumping around like a frog. Jumping my, my, around. My like point a frog. is very simple. If people really care about the environment, then like if people were to just simply purchase more used cars instead of like increasing demand for these new cars or these new raw materials, which you are keep making different points. Okay. That point agreed. Okay. But it's, you're, it's, it's literally the same point. No, 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 yeah, no on one you're, hand you're talking about no. the environment on one yeah. hand, on the other hand, you're talking the, about the shitty this, car like, subsidy from the government. Yeah. No, like, I, no. Then, like, no, on the other hand, you're saying this company has done nothing. If it weren't yeah, for yeah. the government, they're both you're saying they're forward looking is all worthless. Of, by the way, all of the things you guys just said are true. So thank you for reiterating all my points. <laughs> right. But, but all you're saying is all these points instead of like talking yeah. about let's start now, go forward. Go forward. Yeah. Today, buying and using Teslas, in my opinion, from what I've seen about the world, is very maybe neutral for the environment. But you can't just, if you're going to make a statement about buying new new cars, you can't just look only at Tesla. Your statement is correct if you're looking objectively at like, what's best for the environment? Buy a used car. Let's not- No, no, no. I'm comparing buying a Tesla to buying another new car. Buying a fuel efficient new car that doesn't use like lithium batteries. But as you said, this long term problem is is being solved. Maybe, but it's speculative. I think in the present day, the benefits of you Tesla literally are live your life in a speculative fashion, speculating on this future. Or that yes, and I am, and I am speculating shit. that this is a overhyped thing to a degree in the in in the present. Well, look, um, Teslas are better cars. What they've done is they've created a new landscape of possibility. Every other company is moving in that direction anyway. So sorry, like Tesla's not the only one anymore. Every other company is going EV now. So it's happening. Which of my like, points do you want to argue with? Well, I don't which know. Which of my points you're arguing Mr. with? Mr. Frogger just went too all over the place. I mean, I lost everywhere. track of all your points. Pick one. Are you, are, are you, would you like to argue that Tesla exists today if not for those like generous government subsidies this started this started about the bot thing you de- you derailed me and we're here now so <laughs> i'm gonna self, off that's like, a full self derailment east premium Prima has like totally don't, don't non-sequitur me with the east premium <laughs> yeah, that's just completely it's exactly how you sound it, 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 no that's how you sound no dude, you're not, so uh, focused in the past the focus in the past like focus on today going forward so let's go forward into a future of um bots in the household, cheaply made, in the workplace. Do you guys worry about uh, this this workplace problem, this productivity? You know, this this challenge of people needing work and 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 the ability to generate an income. If robots are going to take away a lot of the, the so kind of- so, I lean on Naval for this one. Naval said uh, about this exact topic. He's like, listen, technology has been disrupting labor since the advent of technology, which started with like the printing press, the wheel, everything is technology at the time that it exists, which displaces labor at that moment. And then labor responds and labor finds its niche to exist alongside technology. And I, I, I don't know like the way in which labor responds to this new tech, Mm -hmm. but it will. Very well. That's like the way that I look at it as creativity responds in a sense, right? Humans will 
offload that task and use their creativity and intellect to pioneer new things to then first initially build with their hands and be the source of labor to then eventually outsource all over again, which we've always done. I, I agree with what you guys are saying in in the long run. And I, I don't think, even though at the time the people working in like deadly factory conditions, like 12 hours a day in the 1800s were like maybe initially upset that like technology came in and took their job. Like today, nobody longs for their children to work in those jobs. Right. But the, the, the problem is that like humans are sort of uh, sticky in an economic sense, right? Like um, you can only learn so much in one generation as a human. And once you get to a particular age, you are sort of what you are. Right. So there is a theoretical point where technology advances so rapidly that it maybe displaces like jobs and work at a rate that is far beyond like what that generation can like adapt to. So it, it's sort of a question of like, what do you, what do you do then? Yeah. And I think at that point, pay people to survive, the government will have to come in with like a UBI type of uh, solution. If, if privatized labor can't find their own. That's exactly right. Andrew Yang, 2024. I don't know when that day is, but if we don't have the jobs, we will have to find a way to keep the economy humming. Right. So, or just like keep people alive. Right. Yeah. First. But I, I agree with you. It's not like the future of humanity to be doing manual labor. No, of course not. Do We're going to be floating around in, in the clouds. Uh, I don't even know if we'll have physical bodies anymore and we'll be doing creative things with our time and building and <laughs> pioneering well, the galaxy. Maybe that's not a fair statement though. Like maybe some stuff that we say is like quote unquote manual labor. Like maybe if it's like really craft woodworking or something where it's like bordering on art, like but that's maybe art. you consider that. Well, I think that's where oh, I, it's like, sort I agree of, with okay, Steven. maybe I agree with Steven where it's like plumbing becomes art. Like we, we literally we, we look down <laughs> on, on trades and trades will become so much more in vogue uh, in the near future. Like, I feel like the plumbers are already laughing. Aren't they already making like 250 K? Right. I think this is the beginning. It's like, I think electricians. Sure. All, yeah, like, man. Carpenter, all this stuff like we're trade trade school is such an awesome path, right? Uh, in general that I think a lot of people overlook, go learn a specific trade, get a mentor, you know, go the old school way, like, you know, work under somebody study. You could make a lot of money with this very specific. That's actually another, that's, that's a Navalism of wealth, right? That specialized skill. Yeah. I think of it, it like Stevens always used this, uh, dentist, uh, example, but I think that dentist example extends to like pretty much any trade. Like if you're, if you become good at a skill, like then that is valuable. Yeah. hundred percent. So in the future, there may be what I'm hearing and what I also believe is in the short term, there will be some challenges especially if technology advances at a rate that is difficult to keep pace with. And if innovation outside of that technology does not innovate in a way to create new jobs that are derivatives of the thing that we had to outsource to allow labor to show up in those new positions, we're going to have a problem. But I don't worry as much about that problem as other problems we have. I really don't. I think the media and society likes to worry about that problem a lot because there's a there's an existential fear of the robot taking over my life. But this is, as you said, Stephen, this is the oldest problem. Like this is the, no, that was you, Eric. This is the problem that we've 
had always. You can attribute it to me. That's fine. Well, you got nice. a couple. You got a couple too many points today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah. I just took you down. The judge, judge. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So, Rita, any other final thoughts here to close out the future of humanity? I feel pretty good about that. I was just thinking about how much time I spend daily doing stuff that I pre- like loading and unloading my dishwasher and taking the trash out and just generally picking up crap around the house, which is like actually very programmatic. It's like this spoon goes in this drawer, trash goes in this thing when it's full, you know, over and over again. Oh, it's probably, like, it's probably at least like an hour a day, day in, day out, 365 hours a year. Far too much. How much is Think your Think about how many things are worth? not being done that would finally get done as well. Yeah. Repairs, issues in your home, like, things that you actually could use a little helping hand with. I agree. And I think going back to my previous example, like this doesn't get solved by a humanoid robot that walks around your house. You just automate your kitchen and the kitchen is a robot in itself where you can like Mm. put a spoon here and then it it cleans that. Oh, I missed that point of yours. Mm. Um, I, Oh man. I kind of think you need the walking robot, though. I kind of want the robot, too. Well, we'll get there eventually. We have to redesign. The iterative process is it first goes to uh, an automated area, and then it turns into... I do... This is like a complete derail, but I I do think we could design like a fully automatic kitchen that like cooks and throws out the garbage and like self-cleans all the plates and stuff if you just leave them in a particular area. I feel like that's like actually super doable. If a robot... Startup idea. Or a kitchen, AI kitchen or a robot, right? AI robot, AI kitchen. Cooks you a meal. Will it taste like there's love in it? <laughs> Stop it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, do, I'm 100% do you taste, do you dead taste serious. love in food? You don't? No. You don't taste love in your food? I, I know I when there's love taste. in my food and I taste it. You realize we're in a simulation, right? I taste it. <laughs> Love is literally all there is, as Eric and I know. Thank and you. I'm just trying to get you to understand I, this. I, I do, literally all you taste. I do wonder if you could. I, I wake up and I eat. I just love. It's just, that's all I taste. I mean, do you think it's possible to program like a Why do you think Stephen doesn't see color? <laughs> no love? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, keep I going. Really keep going. I was, I, I was wondering if it's possible to, because like, Cooking for me is very artistic on the one hand. That's what I'm getting at. But I also think it's like very scientific, actually, if you break it down. Totally. Like baking, especially. Baking but let's is. just call it like cooking in general. Like, I wonder if you could actually program a robot to just cook everything like Thomas Keller cooks it. Well, clearly. Sure, you could. The exact specification. Like, in the future, do we just all have Thomas this, Keller this robots is- that just meal prep everything and every meal we taste? Tastes like it came from the French French laundry. Look, like my little lunch is just French laundry every day. I do think that a robot will make superior, incredible meals, but it will always be missing. I, well, I it will always, always be missing I, love. I don't know if I would say always though. I almost, I, I almost said. Wait, where does love? Where does the I taste think it of will love be come missing, from? I think it will be missing the ability to inject it with love until it becomes fully aware of processing that emotion and being able to deliver that emotion back to human this beings. This is cool. I actually like this a lot. Maybe maybe I'm too so, much of a robot. So let's just say let's just say like let's look at like AI like lambda, right? And like let's play that out. Okay, fine. We were early. We got excited again. But let's play that out. Fully sentient. It's here. 
It's telling us it experiences love and it's actually delivering that meal with love because it lives with you. You're its friend. You're its whatever it calls it. You're its God. And you've built a relationship together. I then think at that point that that bot could deliver you a meal with love. But I do believe my main point here, my main, main point here is that love is a real energy that exists and you can absolutely taste it in food. And I'd like to cook you a meal with love in it so you can experience it. I mean, I would love to. I can tell you there's a double blind experiment. No, 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 no. You can't, you get, this is not one of those things. You can't, you can't. Cook me one meal with love and one meal without love. Okay, f- sure, but <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I'm telling you, you 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 get a meal somewhere, and then you get your girlfriend or wife or your mom or your grandparents to make you that meal, and I'm telling you, oh. there's something in there, and it's absolutely. called love. I I think uh, you're absolutely right about this. Absolutely right about it. That love is in the food or that a bot could eventually also potentially do uh, Both. But I, I do think that love is an energy yeah. for sure. And um, how to transfer that through a bot, I have no idea. Could we potentially do it? Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't think the bot can learn love intellectually. It will need to develop the ability to actually feel and express so, it. So when people say the secret ingredient is love, you're being serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If somebody says I made this with love, they're they're being serious. They mean they made it with intention. Intention. They but thought you're about you. Literally taste. Yeah. Oh yes. Love. Oh yeah. Yes. That that intention tra- that that intention is the transmission vehicle for the love. What That's is how- anything other than energy? At the end of the day, it's all Correct. just a tran- a transference of energy. And love is one of those vehicles to transfer energy. That's period. right. And OG Tesla taught us that. Nikola Tesla. It the universe us. is made up of that. You know who taught me? Fucking LSD. and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I felt it. I felt it 100%, too. 100%, man. 100%. I would say it's one of the most real things that it truly exists. Okay. Well, shout out to whoever... Yeah, you felt it. A little tingle in your yeah. ball sack. <laughs> a, I had to. Tingle, I had to end on a high there. for you. Thank you, though. Oh man! All right, this was fun, guys. Thank you, dear leader. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Do I really have to say that at the end there? Yeah. <laughs> After all that love, good stuff. <laughs> well, all right. I love you guys. Right. That was real. That's a real expression. Yeah, that's love. And there's feelings in there. So you could tell that that conclusion was not rehearsed at all. <laughs> yeah. It's very authentic. Love you guys. <laughs> all right. Peace. <laughs> yeah.